Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Welcome to the Marathon Post Podcast. I am your host, Ross, and joining me this week, we have Colin, Adam, Greg, and Tom. Good evening, chaps. Evening. Good evening. I will say evening. If you're listening to it in the morning, just ignore that. Just whatever time of day is for you, just to insert there. Um, How you been this week? All good? Anything happening? Pretty pretty average. Yeah. But it is half term now. Which which I've got back. Any of us. Which I've got back in my life. Oh, you're one of those people, right? Yeah. There's never this many half-terms when I was at school. I want to start with a a little opening question like we did last week. Obviously, the clocks have gone back uh, an hour this week in the UK. So, with this extra hour, if you could go back and watch any hour's worth of sport, doesn't have to be football, any sport from this past year, what would you go and watch? And let us begin with Colin. Do you want to answer that first? On the spot. Oh crikey! I I, <laughs> I don't know. Um, move to someone else. Let me. Have a <laughs> you could have told us you were going to ask us this, Ross. Oh no! On the spot. I'll, I'll tell you, you what. Could have told I'll, any one of us. I would watch the Super Bowl without any timeouts or anything. I watch my Seahawks win the Super Bowl. That's an hour exactly. I'm using my time wisely there. Anyone else so got you're one? Cheating. What you're saying is, if you had an hour and Sky Plus. No, I'm going to watch the uh, the replayed game. You know, the one that gets in an hour on the schedule with no breaks and no timeouts. Mm. <laughs> they cut all the stoppages. I'm it's Ross's it. question. I think he can. I think he's allowed to make up his own rules. <laughs> exactly. He's not going. He's if he's going to start now, he's not going to change, is he? <laughs> Anyone else got an answer? Adam, anything cycling related for you? Um, no, watching Chris Froome fall off wasn't that much fun. <laughs> Um, we have had a World Cup this past year, obviously. Yes, yeah, so that's where I'm thinking. Um, and I'd probably go to the the Germany, possibly the Germany Ghana game. Oh yeah, brilliant! The, the last hour of that. Nice, good choice. God, you could watch all the England goals from the World Cup over and over again. Yeah, it wouldn't take an hour. <laughs> <laughs> I have, I have, I've actually got something that I've thought of. All right, um, careful. It'd be a Tour de France, right? Uh, the first stage, the Grand Depart, or whatever, <laughs> or Grand Depart. Um, uh, you had it that. the first time, yeah. Yep, in in Yorkshire, uh, the first stage when they started to enter a climb, I think it was Cote de Buttertops, something like that, <laughs> yeah. and it was where there was like like thousands of mental Yorkshire people and there was hardly any room to get a bike through. Um, but it was just the most insane thing I've ever seen for a long time. So I would, I would replay that. Okay. Yeah. Uh, they weren't all from Yorkshire, though, Colin. Those people, some of those people came from a long way away. <laughs> like London. <laughs> and France. Well, and <laughs> yeah, well, no, believe, absolutely. It was, it was great though. I believe Chris from the man on both extra time went and he went from, from Cornwall. Oh yeah. Some people, eh? All right, Greg, Tom, anything for you? I would go with uh, the Team GB's women's curling, <laughs> get winning winning bronze. That was one of the best days of my life, I nice. think. Come yeah, on. I... You're, so, you're so young. Back in the glory days, I saw them win a gold medal. Staying up late <laughs> night. <laughs> I, can, I can only dream <laughs> a curling gold. Four more years, Greg. Tom, what about you? I'd probably go back to Fratton Park and watch uh, Pompey versus Wickham. Just one moment in the game. Johnny Ertel scoring a volley from a corner. It's, it's similar to Greg. It's been a highlight of my year. <laughs> no, Not many people can say they've seen Johnny Ertel score a volley. No. Apart from the 15,000 people that were there. But apart from that, no one else I could probably say that. I think I could debatably watch that vine of um, Eric Lamella's goal this week over and over again for an hour. No, that didn't happen. <laughs> it's 
it's a good job we didn't slate him on the podcast last week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> These things never come back to haunt us anyway. But to be fair, it was against an unknown team in Europe when you know. So it doesn't really count, does it? Okay. Harry Kane's, I'll, Harry Kane's I'll got a hat trick. I'll give you no opposition. You do it. <laughs> I'm not a professional footballer. Alex Song did it. He obviously didn't score, but he put a cross in like it today. And that's more impressive because he's not a, that kind of player. <clears throat> All right. Should we talk about some football from this weekend then? Let's talk about West Ham Man City first. Seems fitting. Uh, City suffered the kind of defeat that City do occasionally suffer, really. Um, West Ham looked well up for this game. And bar one moment of magic from David Silva and the crossbar, uh, West Ham looked fairly comfortable, I thought. Very West Ham were quite good. Mm. And I didn't think I'd really be saying that, considering <laughs> how bad they were for most of the last season. Yeah. They've changed. They've completely changed the way they play this year, haven't they? Yeah, but what's very strange is they haven't changed an awful lot of the players. No. Maybe bringing in... Is it Teddy Sheringham they brought in? Um, <laughs> Not as a player, though. He'll <laughs> probably I mean, still do the is... job. This isn't Harry Redknapp. <laughs> He's probably fitter than Andy Carroll at the minute. You say they haven't changed many of their players, but that Sacco and Valencia look like they're forming a good partnership. Yeah, they're lethal, aren't they? It's Crack it, Heather. Sacco scored like eight, eight starts in a row or something like that now, is it? I think it's seven or eight, something like that. I think it's seven. Yeah, not bad. That ball from Aaron Creswell, inch perfect. And Heather was wonderful as well. And uh, BBC got a chance to roll out their uh, goal line technology as well. Clearly over the line, but any well, chance? I, mean, I still yeah. think that, that was probably necessary. <laughs> yeah, any chance they get? But the referee had already given it, hadn't he? Uh, but he probably given it because he got his watch vibrated, Ross. Is it that quick? Yeah. Fair enough. Good decision. <laughs> 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 so you know, five points behind Chelsea now. Yeah. Well, mm. the, we have to remember that it's an old man on the post favourite, but they had been in Russia. <laughs> <laughs> it's a tough away game in uh, Eastern Europe. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, uh, it does. It is always a cliche, but they they played like it. They were just lethargic. Yeah, didn't get going, did they at all? At any point in the no, game? No, not at all. David Silva's goal was wonderful, though. And Ed Jacko was just a non-event in the game. Mm. Michael Owen took every opportunity he could to slate him. <laughs> Every opportunity, and um, that they did look a lot better when Aguero was playing up front. And there was a time when they looked they looked quite dan- they looked dangerous. City, I thought, right up until West Ham scored their second. Yeah, and then that was obviously immediately struck out by by David Silva. Mm. But from then on, you didn't think for I never thought that they were going to score again. No, Alex Song just controlled this game from start to finish. In midfield, I think people forget. I was, I thought he was a very good signing. I think people forget how good a player he was when he was at Arsenal. Anyway, yeah, I think we said then we on one of the podcasts when they signed him that he's not this defensive midfielder that everyone seems to think he is. That's just no. The way he's although, played. ironically, Sam Allardyce has got him playing a little bit more like <laughs> that than he did when he was at Arsenal. <laughs> yeah, but no, he's not. He is playing further, further back on the pitch. I think he's got a license to run, uh, to get forward though and create things. And he, him downing Valencia and Saka, that's a very nice front four, really. But uh, yeah, we, any other points? We, we should remember as well. This is Sam Allardyce that West Ham fans wanted to sack. Mm. Probably still do. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's it's looking good. He's made some good signings, um, and you've got to think Andy Carroll's going to come back soon. And he's going to struggle to get how in. he's going to get back in his team. No, he's going to play centre back. Or Kevin he, Nolan. Yeah. He's not. He's not the way they're playing. They don't need a player like Andy Carroll. Yeah. Maybe to come off the bench, but he's not going to get in above Sacco or Valencia, whoa, is he? Whoa, whoa, whoa! You're forgetting about Colton Cole, Tom. <laughs> Colton Cole's still clinging on, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> he's been released about <laughs> seven times. <laughs> Once from West Ham. Yeah. He's doing a pretty good job. <laughs> I'm not going anywhere. Can't get rid of me. <laughs> All right, let's move on to um, Liverpool nil, Hull nil. Anything to say on this game? <laughs> Liverpool just being this season Liverpool, aren't they, really? It's like at the beginning of the season, like, I'm going to use the metaphor of the Liverpool team as being like a sweatshirt, mm. and 
Brendan Rodgers got it caught on a nail. <laughs> and now it's all just sort of unravelling around him. <laughs> and at the moment, he hasn't got a sleeve and it's about to get cold. <laughs> Lovely. That's very nice. Uh, Liverpool fans are complaining about the price, were they? A lot of time? I saw a banner. Uh, yeah, but... Uh, you're, top kids pay adult prices. That, when you're in, unveiling that inside the stadium... Mm. Your your point is kind of moot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they don't care. They've got your money. Yeah. Say what you want inside there. Yeah. Another game for Balotelli without a goal um, against the whole third choice goalkeeper. I think though as well though. I mean, it's it's not all Balotelli's <laughs> fault. No. Yeah. He's obviously doing sure? scapegoat. Well, are you sure? I because <laughs> no, I'm fairly sure that if you take your shirt off at half time, it is all your fault. <laughs> Well, he, he he rightly got stick for that, but... Why? Not... Why rightly got stick for that? There's nothing wrong with that, is there, really? No. Most, pl- most Pepe... players these days get a new shirt for the second half anyway, don't they? Yeah. And yeah, and Pepe came up to him and said, can I have your shirt? And he said, yes, all right. <laughs> That's nice. It's My favourite nice was, did you, it was did probably, you see, did you see the tweet? Sociable. <laughs> Did you see the tweets? And um, from the there's, there's an article in the Daily Mail the next day where um, Stephen Gerrard, obviously sniffing a PR opportunity, <laughs> came out and said, um, "I refused to ex- even at the end of the game because we got beaten. I refused to swap shirts." <laughs> and then that's all viral because he walks off the pitch with his shirt on. But then there's a picture that um, one of the Real Madrid players put on yeah. Instagram. Of them celebrating inside the dressing room. And one of them has a St- their Steven Gerrard shirt on their lap. <laughs> Maybe he swapped it at half-time. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah, okay. He just waited to get into the tunnel first. Yeah. Doing a full view. <laughs> but yeah, it's not going well for Liverpool. They've won five of the last 12 league games. And back to last season as well. Hmm. I don't know. Maybe that- they should try and sign Andy Carroll. He's getting back for it. <laughs> that, that said, though, they, they did at least get a clean sheet. So <laughs> every cloud at yeah. home to Hull. Reasons to be cheerful. Um, <laughs> well, to be fair, that's the first time Hull haven't scored in a Premier League game. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Hull must they, be disappointed. They uh, they waited for me to bet on them to do that. <laughs> obviously, they've clearly never heard of a high ball into the box. <laughs> no, with the strikers they've got, that's not really the way they, they're going to be playing. But <clears throat> just stick anyone up front and just lump them in there. Lovren cannot head a ball apparently this season. Uh, I don't know. Let's go to Sunderland nil, Arsenal two. Vito Minoni, what a day he had! That second goal, what the hell was he doing? Sanchez couldn't believe his luck. He didn't even celebrate. He was that embarrassed? <laughs> <laughs> I can't celebrate that. It basically kicked it in the net yourself. This isn't fair. <laughs> I was playing for Barcelona last year. <laughs> that first goal, though, that was a lovely finish. He gave him only think, the eyes and just did him a little flick over. I, I think that I was, I was um, watching the football today with my, my friend who's an Arsenal fan, and I think that um, that Alexis Sanchez's performances are being um, quite quietly understated. He, I think he's come in and he's performing at a very high level for a player who's come from outside the league. Mm. But I don't think that he's getting all the massive write-ups that other players have done previously. Um, we were trying to work out if that's just because Arsenal have been absolute dog shit <laughs> or why that was but uh, I'm very impressed with him yeah he's doing really really well he's, he's t- taken to it like he's, there's no change at all he's just playing the same style of football maybe that is joining Arsenal and what they like to pass the ball around has helped a bit but they've got Walcott coming back as well things are looking up we want to be a defender against either of those two really no, <laughs> do they have they play QPR yet? Because Richard Dunn's gonna have an awful time. <laughs> Dunn and Ferdinand. Well, if Ferdinand's gonna be back, can be asked if he gets off the Jonathan Ross sofa. Uh, but yeah, good win for Arsenal. Sunderland. Uh, not not as bad this week, really. Two 0 is an improvement. Well, six better. Yeah. yeah. Keep going like this. Four 0 win next week. Bonus. <laughs> <laughs> uh, West Brom two, Crystal Palace two. Uh, a late, late Saida Berahino penalty. Uh, Victor and EJB scored a goal. Adam. Unbelievable. I think even Merson couldn't believe this on Soccer Saturday. He didn't <laughs> want to believe sure. it was Adam JB. No, no, he just couldn't say it. <laughs> <laughs> we, we shouldn't really make fun of alcoholism. 
No, true. But still. Uh, yeah, West uh, Palace recruiting two 0 up at half time. Threw it away. This isn't the West Brom I expected them to be this season. Is that a tactically naive manager who loses a 2-0 lead? (laughs) You tell tell me, Ross. (laughs) Most definitely. Well, the way we're going through managers, we'll be back in the top seat soon. (laughs) (laughs) Have another go, Colin. (coughs) I know, what do we think to this? So, Colin, you you didn't think Barahino would get many goals this season. (laughs) He's closing in double figures now, but (laughs) nine. (laughs) (laughs) Well, egg on my face. Um, <laughs> and we've let the Liverpool game slide. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Um, I, I, I don't know. I, just on last season's performances, I, I just didn't really get Berahino, but I still, I, I'm still with you, Colin. I still don't think he's actually that good a footballer. Do you think he's in the Agbon Lahore Darius Vassell style? I think he's, he's one of those average footballers going through a good run of form. And then he'll just go, yeah, like Bonhoeffer did when he first came, mm. he first started playing for Villa. He looked good, next big thing, and then he's done nothing for the next like seven years. <laughs> yeah, true. There's little fits and starts, doesn't he, every now and then. The trick is at the moment, Spurs are willing to pay twenty-five million pound for him. <laughs> Should, uh, if they get twenty-five million for Berahino, <laughs> oh, that's, that's it. Deal of the century, done. that is. I'm done. It's, it's not like Tottenham have previous in spending on <laughs> firing strikers, is it? Well, don't, not to, don't, don't limit it to strikers, Greg. Where's David Beckham? <laughs> Misfiring footballers. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's go to the uh, the late game, Adam. What did you describe this game as on um, on Twitter last night? Uh, Swansea Leicester. Oh, so, the sacrificial lamb. Yeah, on at the same time as the uh, El Clasico. Anyone watch this? I didn't realise it. Tw- I didn't know it happened. <laughs> I watched the last 20 minutes after the Clasico had finished. <laughs> it was already 2-0 at that stage. Uh, Boney with two goals. Got four and three for him now. Swansea uh, in, into sixth now after the drop-off in early season form. But still going all right. Should be safe this year. Leicester, though, has not gone well since that early start, has it? Nine points in nine games now. From, from the little bit that I saw... But Boney looked like, um, but it looks like it was like a a a, um, a game at secondary school, <laughs> but that like the year eights were playing against the the year elevens. <laughs> well, no, it was the year eights playing and just one year eleven, and that was Boney, <laughs> and it was just it was just a different, like just a dominant physical display. At one point, he was just brought the ball down from a clearance on the halfway line. And he was just wa- literally at walking pace, just strolling around with it, with the ball at his feet for about 20 seconds until he played it off square. <laughs> like he'd already spent the previous 60 minutes physically intimidating all the defenders and they weren't willing to come near him. <laughs> this could be a very long season for Leicester if they keep playing like this. They, uh, the match stats don't do them any favours really, either. <coughs> poor game all round really. Uh, I, know, I, think they sh- I think they've showed enough in the first few games, show that they have got some quality. They just need to play Man United more. Often. Unlike some other, unlike a few other teams down there, that just you you struggle to see where they're going to win games. You can see Leicester winning games, mm. and they've picked up some points. Yeah, yeah, Burnley yeah. QPR. Those points you pick up at the beginning of the season cost. They're worth just as many as the game at the end of the season. Yeah, don't let Scott tell you otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Boney's now equaled Michu as the joint top scorer for Swansea in all-time Premier League, 20. I'm, I'm fairly sure Sky tell you that the ne- most important points are the ones coming up next week. <laughs> and, yeah, and repeat that. <laughs> uh, let's talk about Saints 1, Stoke 0. Not a very entertaining game. Uh, well, not as entertaining as last week, anyway. 1-0 uh, gets the job done, just as much as 8-0 does, I suppose, isn't it, really? Koeman's just got the golden touch, though, isn't it? Isn't the... Um... The Masic guy who brought on the only the only change he made from the eight yeah. 0 victory. He's the guy who gets the goal. <laughs> Everything's going swimmingly. Yeah. Greg and Tom fuming. I've stopped caring. <laughs> I, don't, I don't even watch back to the day anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea what happens in football these days. Is is this the biggest gap in league positions between Saints and Pompey ever? Uh, no, we've we've been really rubbish before. <laughs> yeah, but uh, really, pro- what, how much lower in League Two has it got? 
We well, yeah, we've been in D two before, you know. Old Back when it was the old Division Four, yeah. Yeah. Probably. <laughs> Fair enough. Well, they're currently second in the table. Uh, Matt Latissier tweeted, "Nice to see our uh, uh, title rivals dropping points today." And that was funny. <laughs> 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 At least it can only get worse for them. They're not going to finish second. That's the. Uh... The outlook for all Pompey fans, isn't it? Yeah. It can only get worse at the minute. Yeah. <laughs> well, they're chasing uh, Chelsea, but Chelsea don't look like losing no, a not. game, so Saints will lose at some point. Uh, let's move on to today then, shall we? Um, I didn't realise Burnley and Everton played today, but Everton won 3-1 apparently. Good game, Adam? Or it was as expected? Game, yeah. I saw a goal from Etu, it's quite nice. Which one was that, the second one? The one with his foot. <laughs> The one with his foot. Yeah, that one was good. <laughs> My favourite part of that goal, if anyone else noticed, was as the, he, as the ball hits the back of the net and comes back out, it falls to Stephen Naismith, who tries to smash the ball into the net, but hits the crossbar oh. from about two and a half yards. Oh, and then it, did then... you not see it hit the, hit the keeper in the face after it hit the yeah. crossbar? Yeah, that's the best bit of it. Oh, I'm going to have to watch Master Day 2 tonight. I love Stephen Naismith. He's done well this season, though, hasn't he? He's got a few yeah, goals. Yeah. Um, he, got the, he got he got the assist for um, Lukaku's goal. He wasn't credited for it in my fantasy football team. Oh really? Um, <laughs> but Lukaku scored, but scored and given assist to the Burnley goal as well. So you know, <laughs> a mixed bag for him. Yeah, it's one of those days. Burnley oh, are the only yeah. winless team in all four divisions. Apparently, they're just rubbish, aren't they? But they have scored more goals than Villa. Apparently, that's not hard. Only Villa have scored fewer than Burnley this season. That's depressing, isn't it? For a Villa fan. They just I they think they're just here for the parachute payments, aren't they? Yeah. I mean, definitely. Now, did you not see that anyone who watched the game or watched the build up to the game, they spent about twenty minutes with Jeff Shrews at the Burnley training ground talking all about that. Without oh, right. saying without saying as much, talking about how they were building a football club and talking about all these revolutionary things they were doing, like hiring a chef. <laughs> and uh, and Installing a gym in the training ground. Wow! Seriously, a futuristic. They'll never catch on. This could catch on. <laughs> Everton sixty-five percent possession away from home. To pretty much tells you all you need to know from this game, really. Uh, other games today, then. Um, what was there? Tottenham lost Newcastle. Greg, how much did you enjoy this? Uh, a little bit, yeah. <laughs> and it made after travelling a long way to uh, watch my side lose yesterday. It was nice. It's happened to my girlfriend as well. Oh, did she go, did she? Yeah, which made it even, <laughs> even sweeter. It, was, it sounds like a football manager game where you're 1-0 up at half-time yep. and you give a team talk where everyone, all the players come up as uh, seems composed, uh, look delighted, yeah. uh, look to gain focus, and then Newcastle score after seven seconds <laughs> in the second half. That's exactly what happens on Football Manager. Yeah, <laughs> it isn't it? A long ball forward from the kickoff. A player somehow completely unmarked. Was it Eric Dier with the? Yeah, I think it was Eric Dier. Yeah, I I'd be fuming if I was anyone related to Tottenham. You can't. Let... <laughs> Sam if I was, that is I that is the Sunday League, isn't it? I would have hauled him off. <laughs> there and then. There and then. <laughs> You're done. Yeah. <laughs> I had a fiver on Newcastle. You did, Colin. What odds did you get for that? I think it was seven to two. <laughs> Not actually done. What? So I got about, uh, I think it was £22.50. Not bad. Um, not bad at all, considering it was unlikely to come in. Um, yeah. But I don't know, I just, well, most of my predictions uh, normally fall flat on their face. But uh, <laughs> but this one actually came in. I just had a feeling last night, and I was like, yeah, yeah, just put a bet on Newcastle, why not? <laughs> That's Trump's. convincing yourself while drunk. Yeah. <laughs> well, I might have been. Sounds um, like a part of your team talk. <laughs> yeah. Come on, we can win this. Why not? I've got a five on us, lads. Come on. <laughs> Backpartyu.com. <laughs> yeah, he survives for another week. He's going to see out the season, isn't he? He's going to see out yeah. his deal as well. So no, get rid of him. He will end up with a new contract. <laughs> oh my An god. Extension. You imagine the scenes. The amount of Newcastle fans outside. Newcastle would burn. <laughs> yeah, that stadium would mysteriously get set on fire if we got a new deal this season. What stadium is that? The Sports Direct Arena at St James's Park? Yeah, that one. He'd be okay with that. Dot com. 
Is... I imagine he's got a very good insurance. <laughs> <laughs> and our final game from this weekend then in the Premier League, Man United won, Chelsea won. Uh, late, late equaliser from Van Persie after Ivanovic is sent off. Drogba with a lovely header. First league goal since March 2012. These I think I can beat Raphael in the air, though. <laughs> yeah. Mismatch. It's ever so slightly. I was surprised he was still on the pitch when Drogba scored. Oh, Raphael. Yeah, he normally gets wound up pretty easily after a soft booking, doesn't he? He started behaving himself. <laughs> Mainly because there were no other defenders on the bench. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, there actually wasn't, was it? Well, there was Tyler Blackett, so yeah, I see your point. <laughs> <laughs> Stop being mean to Tyler Blackett. Yeah. Greg, you're loving Mourinho's uh, style, aren't you, on the sidelines? Well, I thought at first glance, I thought he, he looked quite, you know... He, did you then magi- realise... Magical, then... and then I really looked at the, what was on the blazer and on the And tie. the Chelsea-branded tie. Yeah, and that, I thought, oh, the, Jose, the... come on, you're better than that. <laughs> I think you can he... excuse the blazer... Yeah, but the tie. He was wearing a like scarf and a tie, though. Yeah. You don't see many people wearing scarves and ties. No, it's an odd combination. No, Mancini just did the one. Yeah. <sighs> you're, you're failing, Jose. Mancini's up to you in the fashion streaks. What I will say is that Mourinho of the first incarnation was Armani coat. Yeah. Nice tailored suit, looking suave. Mm. A bit James Bond. <laughs> then. Mourinho, just before he came from Real Madrid, was giant puffer coat <laughs> in Spain, where it's currently 26 degrees in August, in yeah. October. So he is one up on old Mourinho. He's just not up on old, old Mourinho. <laughs> Mourinho version one. Yeah. He's currently in version three. Yeah. Mourinho 3.0, better than Mourinho 2.0. <laughs> uh, anything about the game? No. Oh, Chelsea have won seven of nine. Let's talk about the actual game. Oh, no, sorry. <laughs> I didn't think it was actually that good a game. I was expecting a lot more. It's a throwback to the old <laughs> style of games between, oh, I was going to say, top teams then. Um, I thought it was the other way around. I thought the game was incredibly open, whereas it was a Chelsea game against a team that I thought that Mourinho would have treated with respect, but I think by playing Fabregas as one of the, the two pivots, he didn't really. And... The game was far more open than Mourinho would have liked. I thought a couple. There was a few disappointing players. I thought Di Maria was poor. I was expecting more, expecting more from players like Di Maria and Janazai. Like it's, it's not every game that you can have a deflected or mishit shot and <laughs> turn into an assist. It is when he's captain of my fantasy good. team. <laughs> <laughs> We've got to the crux of the matter. <laughs> Yeah, Janosai, I saw a lot of Man United fans on Twitter not happy with his inclusion in the starting lineup. I'm not really sure who else they wanted to play looking at their bench. Ashley Young? <laughs> yeah, exactly. On the bench, Either they had Carrick, Herrera, <laughs> Fletcher, Blackett, Pereira, Pereira, Pereira. and Wilson. Mm. Yeah, well, exactly. Who do you, where do you want to sit? Where yeah. do you go from there? Yeah. If, if Rooney's injured or suspended as he is, then you, there's nothing else you can do, really. And even if Rooney isn't injured, yeah. what are you going to do? Play matter out on the, if you're playing matter out on the wide, is is just as sacrificial as having Yanazai anywhere on the pitch. Yeah. If Yanazai is as bad as to be believed from Twitter, which never should be believed, really. No, just that. But um, I thought that I thought that actually I was saying to my friend that during the game that. It was strange, but actually, even though they were losing and I was had them down just to lose the game, really, yeah. I thought it was over. Um, as Mourinho had gone into shutdown mode and bought on John Obi Mikel. I'm, I'm convinced only warms up once a goal has been scored by Chelsea. <laughs> Before then, he's not even allowed a bib. <laughs> um, that even though they were losing and they were likely to lose the game, that it was actually strangely they could take confidence from it and you did feel that it was Man United sort of coming back slightly because even though I didn't expect them to win I think it was about 83 minutes I still expected them to be more chances for Manchester United Mm. and in the last 18 months it's not often I would have said that (laughs) I'd have said well it looks like it's over (laughs) they look look void of any creativity yeah I can't see anything good happening from here on and 
that just wasn't wasn't the case with this Man United team. I thought that they would have been taking some confidence from a defeat against the team that I think everyone knows are going to win the league. Yeah, quietly going unbeaten, aren't they, Chelsea? And it got better than that in the end. I thought they'd take confidence from a defeat, and in the end, yeah, they, came away with, they came away with a point, and I don't think that it would have been necessarily unfair for them to have won the game. I thought that there was a very good defensive performance, and Courtois was probably rightly fully in the named man of the match, or at least in the inclusion of man of the match, that the complexion of that changes as, as Neville announced that before. Yeah. <laughs> that Percy scores. Yeah, okay. Well, Monday Night Football, what a game. QPR versus Aston Villa. Um, let's have some, first of all, is anyone going to watch this? And then uh, let's have some predictions anyway. So, anyone going to watch it? No. Yeah, probably. <laughs> maybe. I'm, I'm not at work, and normally I'm at work. Ah, so, so you get to miss these sort of kind of got to watch I feel like I've got to watch it <laughs> just in case it's it, on the off chance there might be a few goals and it might be yeah a good game but uh... <laughs> Colin you watching this no <laughs> fair enough but um, it's QPR so they'll lose so. <laughs> yeah but it's Villa as well but it's Aston Villa <laughs> and Villa so, actually a really good price really yeah I'd fancy they Villa they haven't scored a goal in the last four games <laughs> You can prove anything with stats, Tom. <laughs> the black hole of football tomorrow night, Monday Night Football. Um, let's have a, a prediction then of the result. I'm going to go with nil-nil, surprisingly. Anyone better that? 4-3 to QPR. 3-1 <laughs> to Villa. I'd go 3-1 Villa as well. God, you lot. Outrageous. Okay, fair enough. Let's move down to the championship then. Um, it's been another eventful week at Ellen Road, Colin. Uh, we've seen another manager come and go. Uh, Darko Milinic, 32 days in charge, and he's now unemployed. He's managed to even beat um, Brian Clough's record of 44 days at Leeds. So, good on him. It's a record, at least. Yep. Um, what happens now? Uh, we lost as well, obviously. That goes without saying. <laughs> that would have been even better we'd won 4-0 won <laughs> and fired your manager <laughs> he's actually undefeated <laughs> it, 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 it's a difficult one Ross because I was watching the game because it was on it was on it was being streamed and also listening on on all the chat uh, you know the phone-ins afterwards yeah and there was something not right there was something in the air you could tell it you could smell it we've had it so many times before and there was something that just wasn't quite right that was going on and then it started to filter out that Chalino was in the stand with Redfern they were chatting to each other and then they're in the tunnel you know and it's like mm, okay this is weird but um, you just got the feeling something was happening and then I think it was about six o'clock bang you know the thing is I was actually um on a message board on a Leeds United website. Yeah. And I said, because um, everyone's saying, sack Darko Milanic, he's a clown. And I said, no, you've got to give him time. That's fine. It'll come good. Don't worry. And then I said, and also, by the way, um, I don't buy into all this Neil Redfern being great stuff, so don't give him the job. <laughs> so as, as, I, as I hit send, um, Cellino then sacks Milanic, and then five minutes later, Neil Redfern gets the job. <laughs> Your predictions so, are really doing great. So I thought, oh, bloody hell. Um, I, I'm sort of, I've, I've got a sort of split view on this because it's, it's madness. You don't, you don't sack someone after six games. However, I can see the arguments that he wasn't the right man for the job. Mm. And probably Neil Redfern is. Um, if he wasn't the right man for the job, he wasn't the right man for the job 32 days ago. Correct. Not much has changed in that time. Yeah, but look at Watford. They're second. They do it all the time. Well, yeah. yeah. Fact. <laughs> exactly. The, 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 See, Tom, the... this is what I'm talking about. <laughs> Anything with stats. <laughs> the we, fact we, is... We play good football under him for a half every game, and that's not really good <laughs> enough. String, no, you've got to try and string two good halves together to win a football game. 
It's no, if you're one and up at half time like we were against Wolves yesterday, dominating the game, you can't bring on Luke Murphy, who's the manager killer, it seems at Leeds. He's gone through four in his time. And just sit back and defend. Everyone knows that. You don't do that. You don't sit back after in a, in a lead in, when you're not playing very well. Just try and score another and then maybe sit back. But their goals were just appalling defending both times. Yes. Belushi's fine going forward, but he's a centre-back. That's not really what we need him to do. If he's let, not racially abusing people as well. Let, let, let me put something to a little bit of perspective here as well, Ross, because a lot of people say, oh, Cellino sacked 5,000 managers in 28 <laughs> games or whatever in, in Italy, right? <laughs> I thought that it, was going to break out into a Proclaimers song. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is... it. The madness at Leeds United was happening a long, long time before, right? Oh, yeah. there, was, there was a period of stability at Leeds United with managers, um, which was, believe it or not, under Ken Bates, when we had Simon Grace. wasn't it? Well. well that's because we it had... cost money to sack managers. And Bates yes. <laughs> didn't Good. want to do that. Point. We, we had Simon Grace from 2008 to 2012. So that's two years ago. Right? Do you want me to go through the guys who've been in charge of Leeds United? I'm well aware, but you can do for the rest of this. Just... Grayson got sacked. Okay. Brought in was Redfern. Neil Warnock, Redfern again. Brian McDermott, Hockaday, Redfern again. Milanic, guess who's back? Neil Redfern. So that's in, in two years, that's nine head coaches, managers, call them what you will. How many how many times were they Redfern? <laughs> four. This is his fourth spell. There's four brothers, the Redfern brothers. <laughs> They're like the Wallaces from the early nineties. <laughs> the the thing is though, if there's any sort of silver lining, um Neil Redfern was born in the same town as me. So how is I'm a good guy. Is this a silver lining for? You're a good guy. Legion, Legion, I, I'm a good guy. So Neil Redfern's a good guy. So maybe he's nice going to write your own reviews. Kind of <laughs> I'm, ju- I'm just saying he's a Jewsbury boy as well. So, yeah. Fair enough. Good luck to him. <laughs> All right. On that point, then. Um, anything else happened in the championship yesterday? But, uh, Birmingham well, had a good, another good home deck game, didn't <laughs> yeah, they? There's one thing that stands out, isn't there? Second league luck helped. Uh, 8-0. <laughs> home to Bournemouth. Beautiful Eddie Howe. Yeah, I don't like Eddie Howe. He's creepy. But yeah, but we had a player sent off fairly early on, um, and it just went downhill rapidly from there. Uh, a hat trick for Pew, two for Ranty, one for Pittman, one for Wilson, one for Richie. <sighs> Birmingham. You said last week, Tom. Imagine being a Birmingham fan. Imagine being a Birmingham fan this week. Yeah, there were, there were people saying that there were people um, throwing season tickets down the stands and stuff like that. <laughs> Fourteen games in. If you haven't yeah. tied it to a chicken, no one's going to pay attention. <laughs> I don't. I don't know why people do that though, because they're going to regret next week. Cause yeah. I, I so even like when you go to watch Pumpkin, you hate watching it, but you still go. Yeah. You've paid that money. Plus, you've paid the money as well. It's not like you just go in for like one game. If you've got a season ticket. What a waste. Yeah. Maybe I'd go Birmingham... even if it was killing me on the inside. <laughs> I'd still go because I paid the money. Because Birmingham are so bad, I imagine someone goes around and collects them after every game and they just have a desk where you go back. <laughs> they resell them. On Monday, yeah. they open it up at nine o'clock and you queue up and you ask if they found yours. Like a lost and found sort of situation. <laughs> They're still not bottom of the league, though. No, unbelievably. Blackpool um, have only got six points for 14 games. They've only got six players, haven't they? Yeah. Hey. Fulham got going on Friday. They beat Charlton 3-0. Out of the bottom three. Kit Simon still can't get the job, though. Has he not been giving it yet? No. no. Jesus. What more's he got to do? Jeez. (laughs) Yeah, he's too straight-laced. Can't have this. Uh, Derby at the top of the table. They lost to Wigan, but are somehow still top. Uh, yeah, Tom. What happened with uh, Tom. Wigan? What are your predictions? Well, I was trying. To, I was trying to back things up with stats <laughs> on my tips. Derby <laughs> haven't conceded in six games. Wigan haven't scored in four. They haven't won in about two months. Derby haven't lost in about two months. Obviously, Derby lose at home to Wigan. <laughs> it's just. Ah, oh, it doesn't even make sense. No. I had a. I, ha- I had a treble in the championship on Derby, Reading, and Norwich. 
and I didn't, it got to about, I don't know how long it got to, but it got to about 60 odd minutes, 70 minutes. Mm. And I didn't trust Norwich to score. So I, I cashed, cashed out for a profit as Derby went and screwed it all up. So it went all right for me. <laughs> well, that's right. Um, anything else? Blackburn beat Forest. Forest's good start to the seasons faded there in seven. Back by now. March. <laughs> to quote another popular football podcast. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's going to come. Uh, Brighton drew well over Brentford. Bolton beat uh, uh, Brentford, sorry, 3 1. Brighton drew well over Rotherham. It's a good win for Bolton. Keeps them in that race for survival, even at this early stage. Rotherham saved, my, saved me. Yeah, one all draw. Yeah, I had them to not lose. <laughs> yeah. So I can take something out of this week. <laughs> it's not a complete disaster. But Brighton are pretty awful, and they love a draw. Yeah, they're not going great guns, are they? Uh, League One, any spectacular things happen in League One? I Coventry, Coventry had a decent win, decent comeback. I oh, yeah, beat Peter three two. Preston were losing two 0 weren't they? And then endeavoured to win. Yeah, three two at home. Yeah, <laughs> not bad. All right, League Two then. Uh, Greg, you went all the way to Shrewsbury yesterday. Oh, Started oh, well. Dear, dear. Yeah, three minutes in, and we're one nil up. Yeah. Jed Wallace penalty. Yeah, so good start. And then, yeah, it went downhill. <laughs> you put, uh, yeah, really. The burning question, 4-4-2 or 3-5-2? Uh, 4-4-2. Oh. Again, second time in a week. <laughs> it worked once. Um, it worked once. We scored um, an away did... goal, though. We scored our first away goal since the middle of August. Is this your 100th away goal you've seen? 100th, 100th away goal. It's taken 98 away trips. <laughs> oh. But I've, I've got there. I kind of wanted it to be a hundred, really, a hundred trips for the hundredth goal, just for that. That would have been nice, yeah. yeah. Well, I can imagine. Well, not, it wouldn't have been nice yeah. for the next two games. <laughs> no, especially <laughs> no. for travelling the length of the country every time to see these away trips. Did you see the thing for Barry Hearn? He said he wants football, um, football league, redone basically, so leagues one and two become north and south. I'm sure he does. Yeah, mm. he's an idiot that place. <laughs> Yeah, stick to boxing. Yeah, stick to boxing. Why is he getting involved? <laughs> uh, top of League Two then is uh, newly promoted Luton and uh, newly relegated Wickham. Top two. Uh, Burton in third. Pump you down into 14th now. But three points off the playoffs. There you go. And at least Akpro didn't score against us. No, <laughs> he, he looked non-league. He looked... I'm not sure where this... That's Premier not far league... away, Tom. I'm great, sorry. <laughs> yeah. To be fair. He, I'm not sure where this Premier League footballer was. <laughs> well, did he get a hat trick in midweek? He did. He was useless. <laughs> he used them all up in midweek. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Then. Just think... quickly, why we've got Greg and Tom here as people who go to League Two football? Yeah. Just like to ask a question of. So, I don't know how many of you also watched the Classic over was on uh, on Saturday at five. Obviously, any of you that did would know that because of the. The British broadcasting regulations, we weren't allowed to watch the first 15 minutes. Yeah, madness. That made no sense. I don't because apparent, because we're not allowed to show live football on British TV between 2.45 and 5.15 <laughs> to protect the sanctity of the three o'clock kickoff and the, and the attendances, particularly considered at lower league games. Is there any way... I, I, I think I, I know the answer, but... Particularly the first fifteen minutes of the had the fir- the first fifteen minutes of the Clasico been on, would it have changed you going to a football game on Saturday? <laughs> Not particularly, no. no. I didn't think so. No, especially now that people have got smartphones and fairly decent Wi-Fi, three uh, G connections, four G connections, you can watch it. And on phone. I, how many people get back home at five fifteen from a football match? <laughs> we weren't even you live right next car. to the ground. That's not happening. <laughs> No, I don't live far from Fran Park. If I went to a game there, I wouldn't be back at 5.15. 5, Six o'clock at least. That's an hour and an hour and a half almost from, from yeah. time. Crazy. It's not even like it's a game on at three o'clock. Like, <laughs> even then, I still don't think that three, if we had three o'clock games on TV, I don't think it would affect. No. Affect, affect attendances personally. Surely the only people it's going to affect is the people who support them teams. And yeah. last time I checked, there's not a massive contingent of Barcelona nor Real Madrid fans in the in the PO postcode. <laughs> so I, 
I don't think our attendances would be <laughs> too affected by that. Yeah, empty seats around you because someone has stayed home to watch a classico. Yeah. But even if that was a, a British... So, if we were showing... I don't know. It wasn't a very good example this weekend. <laughs> but if the, if the Premier League three o'clock games were available to be watched in England, yeah. do you think it would have an effect on Portsmouth's attendances? I think it'd encourage me to go watch Portsmouth. <laughs> If I if it's a choice between you know, Leicester Swansea or go and, <laughs> go and watch an actual bit of football, I'd, I'd but say it's like out another game. Say it's like being in a foreign country where you can probably have your pick of every single game mm. under the every week under the red button. Do do you generally think that would affect the attendances at Fratton Park? I don't think so. No. Yeah, me neither. No, I don't, no I don't. Even if it, what would be nice if if it was like a soccer Saturday and they showed the goals as they went in. Yeah, that'd be nice. But I don't. I don't. I think it. A lot of lower league. They do that mid week, don't they? Yeah. For football league games. A lot of lower league supporters. I don't. Flip bluntly, don't give a toss about the Premier League. I think it. I think so it affects the, Would it not affect the Premier League attendances though? Yeah. And that's what they're worried about. <laughs> Because not many people would make the journey from Ireland to Liverpool. No. <laughs> they could just watch it at three o'clock on TV. Or London to Manchester. Ireland, so that's the irony. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's. Uh, Colin, you got a little game for us we can play quickly before we have to go. Yes. Um, explain what we're doing. God. What? He's got props. <laughs> Don't worry, gentlemen. They're away from the cookie jar. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 that, that, that was a child's toy. Um, but I just thought it might be amusing. Um, but you got a laugh. Um, you know me, guys. Uh, when it comes to quizzes, um, we, we, we've, we've had footballing on ice. We've had, uh, I'm a footballer, get me out of here. Strictly come football, you know. <laughs> So, so you, you pretty much know what to expect from this one. Um, it's loosely based around the X factor. <laughs> it it's just general knowledge. I, I would call it um, pop politics and Julian Assange quiz. Oh Christ! <laughs> oh dear. Catchy. Um, Not Channel Five the, show. Niche. <laughs> Are we as, as, what I would call it. As, as some of the listeners may be aware. Um, Tom is on a mission to to get Man of the Post on eggheads. Um, and either the questions have got harder or I've got more stupid, but they, <laughs> they seem impossible to me. Um, so that should be interesting. Um, but using the eggheads theme, um, I thought I'd give each of you a question and three possible answers, just like eggheads. Fair enough. So you have... Three, uh, so, so sorry, yeah, you have um, a possible question to uh, answer. You can choose whichever one you want. Um, I normally go in alphabetical order, which irritates Tom. So <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to flip reverse that, and I'm actually going to start with Tom, and I'm going to do it in um, anti-alphabetical order, okay? Reverse so... alphabetical order. <laughs> anti Which is giving us... <laughs> Numbers for now. <laughs> so um, here are your four possible questions. They may or may not be uh, directly or loosely linked to the four things I'm about to say. So, so Tom, you go first, okay? I'd so like to you... take on CJ. <laughs> no, no. Here's no, a question. Not, right? not okay, then, is it? You couldn't afford him. No. So here you go. You can choose... Nigel Farage, David Cameron, Julian Assange, or Tinchy Strider. <laughs> so, so one out round. <laughs> <laughs> some may be related to football, some may not. Okay, so um, what 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 takes your uh, your fancy then, Tom? A bit a bit oh. of uh, Strider, a bit of Assange. A bit of Cameron okay. or a bit of Farage? I guess I'll go for Farage. You can go for, for Farage, okay. <laughs> right then, Tom. Nigel Farage is a political leader. But did you know 
that there are three other Nigels who have played football. Just three. It's probably more than that. <laughs> Stick with it. <laughs> right. But which of these three Nigels has scored the most league goals? Oh, Is it Nigel de Jong, Nigel Rio Coca, or Nigel Clough? League goals in England or League goals, so okay. we're not counting internationals or anything like that. No, but I mean, because like uh, De Jong plays in Italy now, doesn't he? It doesn't matter which league you're playing. Okay. So, so for example, they still Rio... have leagues in Italy. True. Rio Coca. It's a Colin quiz. You know what happens. Yeah. <laughs> Rio Coca is playing in what? the US at the moment, so he could Everyone's have scored a hatful. In the US. Yeah, they are. Yeah, they have Liam Ridgewell having a great time. Florence Cinema Pongo was playing the other day. <laughs> So then, Tom, it's a question about Nigel's. Which is uh, the Nigel you fancy? Well, Nigel de Jong doesn't really score goals, does he? No. Um, I think he can rule that out. Rio Coca or... Nigel Clough. Hmm. Rio Coca didn't score, man. It's got to be Nigel Clough. Is that what you're going for, Tom? Yeah. Okay, I can tell you in third place in terms of league goals is Nigel de Jong with 17. Not bad. In second place is Nigel Rio Coca <laughs> with 22 goals. And you correctly said Nigel Clough with 131. Oh, it's close then. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It was close, yeah. How is Nigel Farage got? I don't know, he's probably scored a few own goals. I don't know. <laughs> but, um... he, probably does, he probably does very poorly in the Champions League. <laughs> cool. I ain't playing that Europa League. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck them. Right, um, so, who's alphabetically next? It's Ross. Yeah, it's so, um, Ross, you've got David Cameron left. Uh, also, Julian Assange. And Tinchy Strider. Uh, I'll go for Julian Assange. <laughs> You're going to go for T- Julian Assange. Yeah. Um, obviously, there's a flavour with my quizzes. Um, can, can, you possi- can you possibly think where I'm going with Julian Assange? Blamange. Julian Blamange. Well, hold on. He's, he's, he's the Australian, league. but he's, he's spent a bit of time in Sweden as well. Swedish heritage. Right. But it's been in the UK, and so I don't know. What, what do you think this question might be about? I have literally no idea. <laughs> because it ain't about Julian Assange. Thank God. I know nothing about him. Well, <laughs> well, well I'll, I'll put you out of your misery, Ross. Um, Julian Assange is currently holed up in the Ecuadorian embassy. Yes. It's a question about Ecuador. Oh, good. What um, is Ecuador famous for? That's right, Ross. It's the smash dance hit, Ecuador. (laughs) But which performer released this musical classic in 1997? Sash. I haven't given you the answers yet. (laughs) Is it... Is it too unlimited? No, no. Is it Sash? (laughs) Or is it... Could it possibly be... Robert Miles. <laughs> um, I'm going to stick with my first answer and say Sash, because that's the correct answer. It is the correct answer. Very good Assange knowledge. Will I get told off if I interrupt the Jeremy Vine as well? I guess. You'd be, that's, why, that's why they want six people. You'd just be removed from the show and put <laughs> the back up. <laughs> right then. We're doing well so far. Um... Greg, over to you. You have two options. David Cameron or Tinchy Strider. Tinchy Strider. All day Brilliant, because I do not know who he is. <laughs> He's a rapper, isn't he? He is a rapist. <laughs> okay then, Greg, here we go. Tinchy Strider released a track this week. It was a collaboration with a duo. But which duo did Tinchy Strider collaborate with? Jedward. <laughs> Robson and Jerome. Chuckle Brothers. 
Listen, was it disclosure? <laughs> right. The Pet Shop Boys or the Chuckle Brothers? Ah. <laughs> I can read you like a book, Colin. Um, I don't know. Not... I think we can rule one of these out, Greg. Right? I right. don't know. They, the Chuckle well, Brothers no. have been quite famous on Twitter recently, haven't they? Because yeah. they keep posting pictures of themselves with cars and stuff. Aren't they famous? Right. I think I know the answer. <laughs> it's not your question. <laughs> You're getting Cameron. So it's what I always wanted. One on one with Cameron. I I don't think it'd be disclosure because they're far too good to be wasting time with that oath. <laughs> um, pet shop boys were not in the 1980s, uh, which only leaves the Chuckle Brothers as my <laughs> only serious answer. So... Yeah. But the 1990s is closer. <laughs> so, 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 Greg, to confirm, you're going to go with uh, the Chuckle Brothers? I am, yeah. You'd be right to go Chuckle oh Brothers. Of course, I'm right. I said that as a joke. I didn't realise that was actually real. <laughs> Tom, I thought you'd given it away, you fool. I thought <laughs> you'd given him the answer. I tried to think of the most ridiculous duo that wouldn't be involved with any sort of mu- current music, and that's... That's that's odd. That's very weird. I, I can tell you that... I mean, I, I don't know if you want to play music on this, Ross, but you could do at the end, maybe. But um, this... Uh, it's the, right the there track, in our chat. The track is... I'm not on it. <laughs> the track is called To Me, To You. Of course it is. Brackets, bruv. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so it includes lyrics like, <coughs> Oh dear, oh dear, oh dear. Oh dear, oh dear, oh dear, oh dear, oh dear, oh dear. Yeah, safe in it. Sounds like a modern pop song. Yes, it does. Have they actually worked together? Is it just one of those things where they put two bits of film together? Watch the video and live the dream. I think I've seen stuff in the quote news about them being mates and all that now. They can't be mates. That's too weird. The Chuckle Brothers are playing ping pong in his garage. <laughs> Ross, was this yeah, not one of the, Ross, was this not one of the things on the Josh Woodicombe show on Unusual Friendships? Yeah, it was. <laughs> I'm going to be unavailable for the next three minutes, 56. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, we have one final question, one final contestant. That's Adam. You don't have a choice. Uh, you're getting the David Cameron question. We've 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 got a clean sweep so far, so don't let the side down, Adam. No um, David Cameron, any any ideas, Adam? What it, this question might be about? Unlike Tom, I can't read you like a book, Colin. <laughs> well, well, I can tell you, Adam, that uh, Dave got hit with a nasty surprise this week when he was asked to pay 1.7 billion pounds. Okay, uh, not nice. Yeah, <laughs> Dave's not the only one in a bit of of a financial pickle. Um, which one of these three football teams has the most debt? Is it Bolton Wanderers, Borussia Dortmund, or Barcelona? Hmm. Oh, that's a difficult question. All beats um, there as well. Yeah, alliteration. Nice. See what I've done there? Yeah. Um, I'm going to go Barcelona. Are you sure? No. But... <laughs> I'm just going with economies of scale. <laughs> no, it's, it's up to you. Whatever you fancy. Yeah. Don't let I've the got, team go. I've got <laughs> no pressure. I'm just going with Barcelona. <laughs> Okay, I could tell you the team with the least amount of debt of those three is Borussia Dortmund. $82 million in debt they are. The team that has the second largest amount of debt is Barcelona. $156 million of debt. Oh, this is really close then because it's not much more a Bolton, is it? Bolton Wanderers have $267 million of debt. That's escalated. <laughs> no, it's in dollars. Ah, uh, right, okay. See you. But I am just going to 
I'm just going to check Colin's facts. <laughs> I, I can tell you that my facts were verified by, I think you'll find, the very accurate website, givemesport.com. <laughs> um, and if they'd like to sponsor us, please get in touch. Ross at manalapost.com. <laughs> so, Is that it, Colin? Are we all winners? Well, we're all winners apart from Adam. He's let us down, hasn't he? But, Adam's uh, lost us the jackpot. Uh, it's actually, I'm listening. It's actually quite catchy. <laughs> I'm going to play it at the end of the show. <laughs> but yeah, congratulations to everybody, and I hope you enjoyed listening to um, what should we call it? Pop politics and Julian Assange, um, which makes it seem like we're going to have to have a Julian Assange question every week. But I don't know. Um, it wasn't really a Julian Assange question, though, was it? I'm sure you could find any tenuous link. <laughs> To get Julian Assange involved. Yeah, he could be a Swiss, a Swedish question one week, an Australian question. We'll figure it out, and if not, Channel 5 will steal it and put it on TV anyway, so someone else will figure it out. Yeah, this has got legs. <laughs> Colin, I'm really oh, sorry, God. but the official Barcelona website claims that they have 287 million euros of debt. It's quite a claim for the official website. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on. Colin's gone to radio silence. <laughs> take, take it up with givemesport.com. Yeah. Uh, I will. I, I will and have. <laughs> we don't want that sponsorship if they get mislaid facts like that. It's outrageous. No. All right. <laughs> outrageous. That, that is all for this week's podcast. Uh, thank you to the two people in our live stream that have listened to us all the way, Colin Render and guest, Mr. Anonymous there. Um, we'll, we'll, we'll probably stream it live every week so if you want to listen head over to Mixlr that's M-I-X-L-R dot com forward slash man of the post forward slash uh, obviously the Beer podcast which is where I, the rest of you will be hearing this um, that'll be out tomorrow um, head over to man of the post dot com Tom posted up some now out of date um Colin, that's very unprofessional. Sorry, Rob. <laughs> uh, Tom posted some now out-of-date uh, football tips this weekend, but get, keep you an eye on You can delete that if you want. <laughs> that's fine. Uh, we've just got a new article gone up today from Colin Render. It's all about the Leeds United manager crisis. Uh, so head over to manofthepost.com. Uh, if you're getting us from iTunes, then five-star rate and review would be lovely. And if you do, get in touch with us. And Colin will send you a Man of the Post limited edition fridge magnet. I'm adding new things to that every week. Um, I think that's all. Anyone else got anything they'd like to plug? Or Just well done to Gosport Barra. Yeah. In the FA Cup first round proper for the first time ever. Ball what, number 67 in the FA Cup first round draw tomorrow. What level of football league does that go up to for the first round? Uh, league, league one. Two. Oh, League one. Okay. So you could get Sheffield United at home. Yeah. That would be, be decent. I think everyone everyone's hoping for a Gosport Barra versus Portsmouth match, though. Yeah, I think they are. I'm not. <laughs> are you worried, Chris? That's, that's wrought with danger. Especially if it's away. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> all right, that's all from Man of Post this week. It's goodbye from me. It's goodbye from Colin. Goodbye. Goodbye from Adam. Bye. Goodbye from Greg. See you later. And goodbye from Tom. Goodbye. And until next week, always remember to have your Man on the Post. Yo, yo, Cloud9 Strad, F64, yeah, we sign, SPTV, I'm back. It's been a minute, but I've got a couple of things I want to touch on. Uh, hey. Hello. Hello. Wait, I swear you're the Chuckle Brothers, you must be. Barry. And he's oh. Nah, something's weird, where's your letters? In the van. Go get him, Barry. What now? Yeah, just a minute. Who's Tinchy? Oh yeah, it's me. Look up there, there's a leak. There's exactly the pair I need. Now wait, in fact, let me ask one question. One question? Just one. I respect you both. Did you welcome here? But who or what really brought you here? Dan, in his van. Silly question. Yeah. What a silly question. Oh, cheek and rude. I know my role. You play yours too and put them ladders up here before you trip over laces. Tie up the shoes. I wear slip-ons. Get the ladders, Barry. Mate, over here, quick word. Barry's got shoes and they come with laces. You must have focused her. Oh dear. Oh dear, oh dear. Oh dear. Oh dear, oh dear. Oh dear. Oh dear, oh dear. Oh dear. Yeah, safe in it. Oh dear. Oh dear, oh dear. Oh dear. Oh dear, oh dear. Oh dear. Oh dear, oh dear. Oh dear. There's another who's taking it. To me. To you. To me. To you then. To me. To you. To me. To you then. To me. Yeah.
To you, to me, to you then, to me, to you, to me, to you then. Oh, just stop what that means to you, to me, to you, to me, to you. Stop. We both got things to do for me, to you, to me, to you, bruv. What? Stop what that means to you, to me, to you, to me, to you. Stop. We both got things to do for me, to you, to me, to you. You two funny dudes. Jokes aside, no pun intended. Mind your own business. It's our business. We want to sing a song. We could do a duet. Duet, three of us. Nah, nah, that's a step too far. In fact, you can rap to the next two bars. Hey, buddy, huh? Every word for you, boo. Oh man. Oh dear. 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 Yeah, say finish. Oh dear. 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 My time, your way is finished. So, what do you think, Tinchy? Do you think we should put down a track? Look, I, I met you at Keith Fleming's show, you know, and I said I got a leak. Ah, oh, but it was great, mate. No, I mean, you wanted to leak. Of course, you could sing about a leak. I don't, don't, don't know about don't know all this doing songs together. You see, the thing is, we sing like songs. Yeah, yes, yes. No, 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 no. Let's yeah, get it all straight. Sing yo, songs. yo, yo, please. Yeah, but I mean, you need to sing with us. I respect you, but, bro, please. Alright then, Tenshi, we'll see ya. Yeah, we'll better go then. See ya then, bye. Yeah. To me. To you. To me. To you then. To me. To you. To me. To you then. To me. To you. To me. To you then. To me. To you. To me.